0: Welcome to this special bonus feature from Nutrier Performing Art Stories. I'm Dwayne Burkhardt. In my post-interview conversation with Tim and Laura, Tim gets to tell his favorite Laura story. And then the conversation somehow drifts into my dating life before Laura talks about her year away from Nutrier and the difficulty in returning. We also touch on the Rocky Horror Picture Show, of course, and then we return to Nutrier and why it was and remains so special. Here again are stage actor Tim Walsh and musician Laura Brenner and our after hours conversation. And we're out. That's it. All right. Um, I didn't get to tell my favorite Laura story. Oh. Well, what's your favorite Laura story? We can we're still rolling. I can I can edit back in. What's your favorite Laura story? Go ahead. Okay. Well, the, when I first
1: met Laura or the I mean, I think we met maybe I met in 7th grade. Something like that. But in eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. We did a, a production of uh, Tom Sawyer together. Yes. At Central School. And that's where she was just the bubbly, fun, <laughs> smiling. <laughs> I mean, just lovely person. And um, I can remember one day she came in with this whistle. She had a, she had a, like this wooden train whistle um, that she thought would make a great addition to one of our, uh, one of our numbers. <laughs> and. And it did. And everybody was like, whoa, that's so cool. I remember. She's like,
2: I guess.
1: <laughs> That was a great, great, uh, that was so fun. And, and, and that's, I mean, when I got to, when I got to New Trier, you were one of the first people. I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know Laura Ebert. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. Yeah. We, 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 and, and I came from a little old parochial school with hardly any friends. Um, And uh, it was nice to know that you were there. So. Oh, that's my favorite story. I just, Tom Sawyer was so funny. And so that was
2: fun. And Angela was yeah. in that too. Who was Angela?
0: Oh, was she? Oh, she
2: was. The, yeah. Yes. Angela Beckman. That's right. She was uh, the
1: mom.
0: She was the, she was the friend that Laura introduced me to that I dated for the rest of that, that year in 81.
1: Oh, no kidding. Uh, I, wow. Yeah. You did. You, yeah. Wow.
0: Now Angela Hamilton. I dated Angela from yeah from around the time of that show until the end of that school year, so
1: and then Holly for a year
0: and then I dated Holly the next year
1: and then boy you were uh... a, <laughs> Dwayne got around wow
0: man I was you know I honestly since we're not recording anymore I can say this oh <laughs> well, we're not I had, <laughs> hold on well again. I mean we we're recording but we're not yeah <laughs> this is not part of the show um, yeah I had a. I I had a reputation um, and there were there were some maybe some some emotional issues behind that that I probably should have been addressing in my in my own life. But I will say this. These women, other than having the poor eyesight and questionable judgment necessary to spend a great deal of time with me, (laughs) are all extraordinary, just extraordinary humans one girl that I dated on and off through even into college, who you worked with in the Chicago Civic Orchestra, was Emily Sue Pannell. Now Emily Sue Reichard. Oh yeah. And so uh, you know, again, these these are these girls are National Merit Scholars, and they're they first chair violinists in civic orchestras, and in their and their teenage years, you know, and just all these really amazing humans, and I don't really know why they were dating me. But it, I'm very grateful, and they're all just amazing, wonderful people. And and all of them, I mean, I I don't I don't talk to Ange that much. When I'm in when I, anytime I'm in Vegas, we get to go to dinner. Yeah. But like Holly, I talk to Holly like every other week. That's awesome. And Emily Sue, I, I I chat with on Facebook or we talk on the phone. So I I'm I still am in touch with all of them, and that's also something that was very important to me was in these relationships to make sure that we're all still capable of picking up the phone and talking to each other and, and maintaining the 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 kind of connection that we all have. I mean, I'm just I just I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed at the yeah. chance to 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 be with you guys. So
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I am too. Thank you very much. You Laura, Laura, so um who was your I mean let's see our freshman year was Ack- was Ackerman in our freshman year. Yep, because I it don't remember after, him after freshman freshman year. I think no, when he retired, I, I
2: think he retired, and then it was um sh-
1: Fowler and, Fowler, yes, right, Bruce Fowler.
2: And then um,
1: junior year I went
2: to Evanston Township because my the divorce and everything. So I ended up over there.
0: Sleeping with the enemy.
1: <sighs>
2: I know. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened is that I went over to Evanston and I did the entire curriculum, the junior year that I had done my sophomore year at New Trip. Software
0: New Trip. I hear that a lot. That's funny.
2: Yeah. So I was I was on honor roll for the first time in my life. I was getting straight A's. I was like taking papers from last year and just returning them in. You know, I was like, oh yeah, okay. I did nothing that whole year. So then senior year, I was like, this performing arts department at Evanston, I'm sorry sucks. So I had to, (laughs) I came back to Nutria because I was like, I'm not getting the experience that I need to get in order to go out into the world and do this. So I came back to Nutria senior year. And I'll tell you what, I had solid D's because I just, I couldn't keep up.
0: You were behind.
2: I was behind a year. Yeah.
0: You may or may not remember this, but I really, really wanted to go to Nutria. And I don't know why I knew this. I just felt that that was my right place in, in life. And yeah. so I got the, the the chance to to go up and and be part of this um, group. but but, like you, Laura, I had spent a couple of years with my brain atrophying in this the school system of Southern Illinois. And so when I got up to, thank God, I had a last semester at Howard Junior High where I got my ass handed to me, and I got to spend that spring and summer, kind of bringing my brain back up to a point where I could I could academically compete but I've definitely heard what you've said where people if they had to come and go from Nutria, it could be it's hard it could be really brutal yeah so and you probably got the chance to see Rocky Horror about 70 or 80 more times in in that (laughs) time frame I'm guessing
1: I miss the Varsity Theater.
0: <laughs> well, Laura was one of the part of the group. I I don't actually, I don't remember if you were there that night. Angela was, of course, the one that got me to see Rocky Horror for the first time. Yeah. So she was the one. I was the the virgin that she took one time. And <laughs> I was unprepared for the <laughs> chaos and mayhem of that performance <laughs> art experience. Yes. That was really something. So anyway yeah that that was all all amazing times and i'm just uh again i'm i'm just stupid grateful for just how amazing every everybody mm. was and just really yeah uh, the 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 you know the the opportunity that we had and, and the people that we got to to work with um yeah. i don't know if you've been back that uh, i haven't been back since they did the new edition thing over there where they knocked out the technical arts building and they've destroyed uh, 182 and 183 are physically gone they're they're they've moved the music the that part of the building over there's they did a like what was it like a seventy million dollar rehab where the the main entrance to Nutria is now actually around the back. Yes,
2: the I north, saw it. it, but we didn't yeah. go inside because it was. The I schools. had
0: a I had a client meeting with a um, with a corporate client in Chicago after I joined Stiefel Financial a couple of years ago, and so I did the same thing. I was just I was literally in a hurry, and I just got the chance to drive by and see, but didn't get yeah. the chance. To go in. Leondis and I, I had, um, I had asked him if he wanted to, he was
1: in town uh, for Christmas Carol, actually. Right. And um, I'm like, let's go to, you know, you want to go visit Trier? And he's like, sure. I mean, what are we going to see? Right. But <laughs> wow. I had called ahead and I'm like, Hey, uh, we're a couple of alums and we'd like to take a tour if that's okay. And <clears throat> excuse me. Yes. The entrance is now in the old, you know faculty parking lot um and the principal and i wish i could remember her name um arrived and took us personally
0: oh, on a wow. tour. Uh, okay. Okay. it was nice.
1: extraordinary and um the money that they have sunk laura these orchestra rooms really I, oh my god oh, like oh. huge studios Like, not just like a room. Yeah, no, a huge studio with all recording, all the recording gear and everything. And it is, I'm like, you know, God love any child who gets to experience this at age 14.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, and God, and God help them when they leave Nutria and they go, I'll tell you something else that a lot of guests have said (laughs) on my show is they leave Nutria and their colleges aren't anywhere nearly as well equipped yeah. or, or or capable in performing arts as is. Yeah. No. It's <laughs> true. Like in
2: a broom closet
1: compared. Yeah. To- and so many actors I've worked with like are kind of standoffish when it comes to any of the technical stuff, right? Um God, the gills who I mean everybody hated or I shouldn't say hated. We <laughs> were scared of Frank. We're and afraid Carol of, but
0: but respected. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. They yeah. were, they were amazing. And they taught me that respect comes from every, every room in, in, in a particular theater. Any well, you'll hear
0: that they're actually in the the premiere episode. Cause John Guillen is one of the things that he talks about several times working with the gills. And <clears throat> and that's a big, the, cause they're they were clearly a, a, a big part of it. One of the things that really got me, um, uh, I didn't realize was when I was interviewing Suzanne last weekend, where she talked about how critical Ralph McGee was to mm-hmm. Nutria Theater, and I hadn't really thought about it from because you know I think about it when from the students level I always thought well you know there's Mrs. Adams and then God yeah <laughs> you know that's there's just that's the that's the the chain of command right and so right uh, over right over, right over everybody right. else right? so. But in talking to her, she was she talked about how they had to, you know, she went to there was a a play that they were going to do and that she knew that there were there might be some objections from parents and there was some content issues and all that. And she went to Ralph McGee and said, "You need to look at this play before we announce that we're going to do it." And Ralph said to her, "Oh, whatever you think is fine." And Suzanne said, "No, I really think you need to read this because you need to know what's you know there." And he read it, and he still went to her and he said, "If this is what you want to do, we're going to support you in doing that." And that and she said he was so consistently supportive of the art and of you know what what it was that the Performing Arts department wanted to do. You know, he was fearless in that way, and and willing to protect the 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 sanctity and the credibility of of the of the department. And I I, I didn't. I and she kind of went back to that a couple of times. I kind of realized, wow, there really was an entire infrastructure that was built to systemically create excellence in our time, in particular. And it's just so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, it takes a yeah.
1: village right? Yeah. It takes knowledge. Yeah. And that entire, yeah, that entire community was <clears throat> really, really focused on um, the best possible education. And um, yeah, he can't, he couldn't ask for anything more ever. Couldn't dream of it anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much again. I just, this is, this is wonderful. I'm really happy that I'm so glad to have both of you here and I'm glad to have you both do it. Oh,
2: me too. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Happy
1: Thanksgiving, you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Nice- oh, we didn't say oh, Happy New Year in the show,
0: but oh, but yeah. So, yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. <laughs> all right.
1: Take see care, you. guys.
0: We'll see you. All take right. Good.
1: Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Before I close this bonus feature, I need to correct or at least clarify something I said in part two of our special tribute to Shakespeare at New Trier. In talking about our journey to the cast party after the last performance of Twelfth Night, I noted that I slid into a snowdrift while driving my massively overloaded car to the party. Tim remembered being in a car with my then-girlfriend, Holly Phillips, who, for those who don't recognize the name, is the oldest daughter of the late, great WGN broadcasting legend, Wally Phillips. Anyway, I thought it was the same memory. But as I noted in this bonus feature, I remain in regular contact with a significant number of my past girlfriends, including Holly. And after this interview, I spoke with her about it. And she told me that, no, Tim's memory involved going home from that party, in Holly's car, when in fact they were in a completely separate and then harrowing, though now amusing, accident. So, my apologies to Tim, and my thanks to Holly, for setting me straight. Now, Nutria Performing Art Stories is a copyrighted production of Narratives Incorporated. It is written, directed, produced, and edited with such stuff as dreams are made on, by yours truly, Dwayne Burkhardt. For more information, or to suggest a guest or sponsor for our podcast, please email info at nutripadstories.com. And please join us next week when our guest will be actress and voice actress, Mary Ryan Cargis. Until then, may our little lives be rounded with a sleep. Thanks for listening. See you next time.